Welcome to Earth Matters. I'm Michaela Stubbs. This week will be a journey of voices and sounds from a morning of creative resistance in the centre of the city that was Flood the System in Melbourne. Flood the System is a worldwide movement of people committed to powerful non-violent direct action challenging the root causes of climate change and working for climate justice. On Thursday 10th of December, a peaceful mass civil disobedience shut down the Westpac and BHP Billiton buildings with lock-ons and created a blue web where people gathered blocking Collins Street and connecting the dots between capitalism, other systems of oppression and the climate crisis. It was a part of rolling actions around Australia and the world to correspond to the final days of the COP21 meeting in Paris and show the so-called leaders that where they continue to fail us, the people will take their own actions. My name is Helen War and I'm here with this amazing group of people taking direct action. Well, today there's been a mass act of civil disobedience here on Collins Street in Melbourne to connect the dots on climate change. And it's happening in conjunction with uh, protests that are happening all over the world and particularly at other sites all across Australia today. Um, Flooding the system, uh, basically linking climate change with big polluters. Um, And the web of people that we see here entangled on the road... uh, is linking an extractive industry, BHP Billiton, with uh, the big corporations of the banks, West Bank Bank, right behind me here. And it's just, look, let's get real. It's the big corporations that are fueling this destruction, fueling climate change, that are creating the huge problem of refugees. Um, right now, I'm seeing at least 60 people here on the road risking arrest, and to my understanding, there's still seven people uh, chained to the buildings of both BHP and Westpac Bank. Um, so we're just waiting to see what the heavy police presence is going to do with these people. And can you tell me a little bit about some of the other actions that you mentioned around Australia? Yeah, so uh, we woke up this morning and uh, there were activists hanging from coal loaders in Port Kembla where the uh, nuclear waste has just been moved to. Uh, there, were, there were three activists uh, locked onto uh, the train tracks at Kuragang Island in Newcastle and there's uh, an activist still suspended uh, on a piece of infrastructure up in Brisbane. So an amazing, inspiring effort from thousands of different activists all over Australia um, to really bring to the forefront Look, we need action on climate change now. We're not going to sit by. People are going to fight for this. It's, it's things that the heat's rising, and people are people are really taking the next steps. And civil disobedience is becoming normal. So currently, Colin Street is out. from uh, Meg, who is one of the members of the Warriors of the Aboriginal Resistance. They have been doing some of the most amazing and significant mass mobilising, organising, shutting down city streets over the last year or so. Huge respect for their work. Give it up for Meg. acknowledge that their sovereignty was never ceded. Um, I acknowledge the sacrifices um, that they made to protect the city in which we stand now. Um, and like to think about it 
pre-colonisation, um, when there was rivers flowing through the city and pristine lakes, um, and yeah, acknowledge their people that died for this country. I, I'd like to talk a little bit about climate change and it being a form of colonial violence. I don't feel like climate change has been spoken about in terms of violence, but for our people, it definitely was violence. You look at the, the mining that happened, the people that are forced off their lands, um, the, the massacres, the amount of massacres that happened for, in terms of past, like to protect um, pastoral lands. I'd like to read a letter from um, Uncle Kevin Buzzard, who is one of our most amazing land defenders here in so-called Australia. Um, he is the, um, the president of AMFA, Arabana Elders um, and Peacemaker. This is um, a letter of solidarity and support to the communities in Mariana, southeast Brazil. Um, so yeah, I'm going to read that out on his behalf. Um, I'm Uncle Kevin Buzzcott, Arabana Elder and Peacemaker from Lake Eyre, South Australia and President of AMFA, Australian Nuclear Free Alliance. I've said so many times that we need to close BHP down. We need to close down their industries and destruction operations throughout the world as soon as possible. BHP has a lot to answer for. The crimes, the destruction that they create. They need to be taken to court to be charged for the damage that they have caused. I am writing, as I am writing, I see on the ABC TV that Brazil is suing BHP and Vale for 7.2 billion, which is a pittance compared to the damage done. Brazil needs to sue them for much, much more. We need to sue them for, an, for such an amount to end their industry, to shut them down. They should be forced by law to clean up this disaster which they've created. My people and my country suffer from BHP's operations at Olympic Dam, South Australia. We have had people sick and dying and family fight since mining began. There have been tailings, dams, seepages and millions of litres of our sacral artesian water taken daily to treat uranium. Springs have dried up and trees have died. The tailings dams are nuclear waste dumps in open sun, blown by winds across the country. We want to close down Olympic Dam. Flying over Olympic Dam, you can see the different colours from the waste, the dead birds and animals in the tailings dam. Mine workers have died and their stories have been covered up. Our hearts go out to all the families in Brazil, to all the sacred places, the river. We send our support, we're fully with you in mind and in spirit in this struggle. I will pass your message on to all my families and we will support however we can. Stay, stay strong and do not back down. Viva Brazil. Hi there, my name's Gemma Rommelt and I'm currently locked to the doors of BHP Billiton on Collins Street in the city and there are three other people and we've, we've locked the doors for today so no one can go uh, come into the building and I'm next to a big sign that says renewable not radioactive. There's a party on the street with some music playing and we have some pictures around us of some of the consequences of BHP Billiton's operations in Australia and in Brazil as well. 
So one of the reasons I'm here today is to protest this company, um, and particularly because I'm familiar with the, their Olympic Dam uranium mine in South Australia, which has been an environmental and human rights disaster since it began. It's exempt from freedom of information legislation, environmental and Aboriginal heritage legislation, and it uh, pretty much operates within a state of its own. And I have some quotes here from Uncle Kevin Buzzacott, who is an Arabana elder, and he's been fighting against that mine since it began. And I'll just read you this quote, which is what he read at the shareholders' meeting, the annual general meeting of BHP Billiton in 2008. He said, You, BHP, the biggest mining company in the world, and here we are, the oldest peoples in the world, you should be listening to us about this land and the water. We don't know if you shareholders understand the impacts of what you're doing to the Arabana people, the Gugatha people and other tribes around that area. You don't understand what you're doing to the land and the culture. My question to you, BHP, is, is it possible to close down the Olympic Dam uranium mine immediately? And if not immediately, when is the soonest time possible that you can shut this mine down? Can you shareholders make a decision in this meeting right now to close down the Olympic Dam uranium mine or to take your shares and invest in something else? Are you prepared to compensate all Aboriginal people around Roxby Downs to rehabilitate that country? So those were words from Uncle Kevin Buzzacott, Arabana Elder. Do you have any indication of what might happen in the next little while? Well, hopefully we'll close down this building for the day. Uh, we've got a few police surrounding us, so I expect that at some point they'll want to remove us from the doors, which they might need angle grinders to do because we've got D-locks and chains. So at the moment we're just enjoying uh, this beautiful party. We've closed down Collins Street and there's a team across the road who have closed down the Westpac Bank. And it's a beautiful, there's a beautiful blue web of rope and banners in the middle and there have been some speakers and there are also some Brazilian people here who have been speaking about um, the recent disaster um, in Brazil with the um, collapse of the tailings dams that have spread acidic and heavy metal slurry. So we have some photos of that. It's a really, it's a really massive disaster, and obviously BHP is immediately distancing themselves from that and not accepting the full responsibility. But they should be forced to close down that mine, um, and they should be forced to to close the company completely because they haven't proven themselves to be a responsible mining company um, yet and they will continue to wreak havoc wherever they go. Well, my name is Lily Smallbone. I'm here because I'm from Brazil and we'd be so upset what BHP, BHP make you into Brazil. And many people in Mariana in Minas Gerais, in Brazil, have a big problem now. People don't have home, people don't have water for drink. And ocean is a river. And yes, everything be polluted because of So we actually uh, did a, a protest two weeks ago. Uh, regarding this matter of of uh, Minas Gerais in Brazil, uh, and uh, we had a good repercussion, a good uh, report about that, uh, and uh, also it's not only the actions of BHP in Brazil, 
uh, all the actions of the mining companies all over the world and the exploitation and the oppression that they apply to the land where they take the economy and and leave people without absolutely nothing. So we would like to be listened for what they're actually doing if they really have some intention to continue with uh, these actions or they will perhaps make this a little bit better for the future and for the people and the land where they are exploiting. It's no fair. Liz, Liz Bento. Tell me what's going on here at the BHP Billiton building on Collins Street. Well, there are four of us out the front of the door um, and we are attached with huge, beautiful gold chains and some D-locks. So there's no way we're moving anywhere soon. Someone just brought us some pizza, which is pretty lovely. And then we have a view of the street of a beautiful web with banners about sovereignty and flood the system. Um, and it's all connected with beautiful string and a lot of people, a lot of happy people and beautiful music. What inspired you to take this action today? Um, well, I've been working in the climate and social justice space for a while now, um, and I've done the petitions and I've sent the emails, um, and I think, you know, I've gone to marches and I think all of those things are really important um, and necessary to try and make change, but... You know, I'm 23 years old and for my entire life we've known that climate change is an issue and nothing, you know, next to nothing has been done. Like, profit is still the most important thing. Um, inequality is growing. You know, the sovereignty of indigenous communities is just, you know, being destroyed. It's, yeah. And I think a lot of people, even if they are, you know, in, in the 1% are not that happy. So... Yeah, I think it's just, it's really clear that we need to draw these links and empower people to come out and say, no, you know, good people break bad laws. <laughs> and, uh, how would you like to be introduced? Um, I guess just Anissa. <laughs> Hi, I'm Hannah and I'm currently locked at the neck in the waist to the BHP headquarters in Melbourne. <laughs> and uh, what, what inspired you to take this action today? I think that we're at a point where, in this country, we really need to take a stand against climate change. We're one of the worst polluters in the world, despite being like having the potential to be like a leader in this world. And um, BHP is like number five, I think, on the list of 200 worst uh, coal companies in the world. And they don't respect um, like land. They take land away from people and. It's also, we've got another bunch of people up at Westpac Bank because um, they're one of the worst investors in the fossil fuel industry and a lot of people don't realise that you're putting your money in a bank, that's not your money. They invest your money in big companies that you don't choose where your money goes. And so we want to yeah, physically connect the dots between the two and like make a stand that it's not okay. <laughs>
You're listening to Earth Matters, bringing you environmental and social justice stories all across the land. This show is produced in the studios of 3CR Radio and broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. Our podcasts can be downloaded at 3cr.org.au backslash earthmatters. We're hearing voices from the flood system mass civil disobedience in Melbourne on Thursday 10th of December. My name is Neil Morris. I'm a Yoda Yoda man of birth. I have ancestry to many parts of this sacred land that people now attempt to label under the title of Australia, which I reject, which many people reject. We reject so much that has been laid upon this land. The structures of buildings, the structures of systems, systems of governance overlaid without permission overlaid in a way that exploited 227 years ago a way that is exploiting in that same way 227 years from that point in time the destruction that is occurring is upon sacred lands we've been saying this ever since we've had the opportunity to speak the English language as Indigenous people, that there's destruction upon sacred lands. The word sacred meaning we do not destruct it. We need to care for it and we need to pay homage to that daily. That does not entail destruction. But what we are seeing is that massive, massive systemic destruction that is affecting all Indigenous people across the globe. And when I say Indigenous people, I mean human beings. We are all Indigenous to some part of the globe. We are all from some mob that once in history was living in harmony with Mother Earth. Somewhere there's been an amnesia that has kicked in. People have forgotten. People have decided that They reject their history. They reject the relevance of that history, the need for the acts in that part of the history to protect and maintain mother. And so we're standing here today as Indigenous people in solidarity with mobs who are being impacted massively at the moment by the effects of what is titled as climate change, which is essentially ecocide and disrespect to our mother, our mother of all of us. And we're in solidarity with all brothers and sisters, no matter where they're from in this globe, no matter how they've come to be in this place here, they're in this place and it's sacred. We need to start realising that. Not later, not a little bit down the track. We need to realise it now. I'm Zach, Romagnoli Townsend. I'm 22 years old and I'm a Koori man. I'm here today to fight for the climate and for the earth because we only have one and it's our, our home. And if we want to continue to live here, then we're going to have to do it sustainably. 
we're standing in the middle of Collins Street, um, being a bit disruptive. Um, and the metaphor in that is that um, the industrialised um, destruction of the planet is also a disruptive system, and it's disrupting the Earth, so we're fighting back. We're at the Westpac Bank. The doors are gated and locked and it is armed by quite a few police officers. If you look down about 100 metres, there are four or five individuals, three or four, and they are literally locked to the doors of the Westpac Bank. I'm in cuff to the door, in their hats, in their gear, smiles on their faces, staying strong, right next to the police officers supported by all the people out here with food and nourishment earlier in the day and to um, further support the cause of standing strong, speaking the truth, putting yourself in situations to be, in a way, like a, a human space holder and something that's so frequented as the banks and the banks and the corporations with the BHP and everything that's happening. It's quite powerful to, for them to be there and stay there and risk their own... Um, getting arrested and doing it for such a higher purpose for all of us and um, they've been here all morning and they'll be here all, all day probably and they're just contributing their truth and all of our truths. There comes a point when you've gone to a lot of protests and you've signed a lot of petitions and something builds in you and you feel that you need to make action and um, there seems to be a lot more actions going on at the moment. People are standing up. Even the marches, you know, 60,000 people um, two weeks ago in Melbourne marched for climate change. We had a sit-in in Parliament, um, and now we have this. And this is one of, you know, many actions that I hope to come because it's time to stand up and say that we aren't OK with um, the injustice that is happening. And we want to stand up for the communities that are voiceless um, many indigenous communities are really severely affected by the coal mines and um, the destruction of their land, as well as like being moved from the right of their land. And so we stand up in solidarity to the indigenous people of Australia and we want one degree commitment. So here we are. My name's Liv and I'm a, um, a uni student and so I've been studying and being surrounded by people who are passionate around these issues. Um, and the further my knowledge kind of deepened on these things, the more I wanted to take action. Um, and I'm getting more and more passionate about direct action because I feel like um, it's a really clever tactic amongst others to create change. Um, disrupting business as usual is something that we really should be doing um, to get noticed. And this is a really fun, creative, peaceful way of doing it, so I'm all for it, um, especially this time with everything that's happening or not happening in Paris. Um, it's a bit sad that we have so many opportunities to do these sorts of things, but um, it's great when people come together and show how powerful we are and how diverse we are. I'm Hannah. I, I'm here to protect this land. I'm not from this country, but um, I feel like a global citizen. Wherever I am, I want to make sure that I'm looking after where I am and what I'm, where I'm living. And, yeah, I know that this how we're living is not okay right now and needs to change so um, this is how we're going to do it with yeah <laughs> lots of people
frontline for climate change. If the negotiations go through and end up with a target above two degrees warming, then the people in many Pacific Islands are going to lose their homelands. They're going to be displaced. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of refugees. And the people who are negotiating in Paris for us think it's okay that these people lose their homes. We say it's not okay. And for that reason, we want to hear from Jacinta, who's going to come up. She's from Samoa. This is the beginning. 
of a new wave of resistance in Australia to this toxic industry and the connections that we have made with Indigenous people, with the refugees that have to flee wars fueled by fossil fuels. It's enough. We've had enough. It's time to flood the system. So thanks everyone, we've done nothing wrong. We're, we're protecting the police's our kids and their grandkids as well as our own. So. I also want to acknowledge just how incredible the organisation that went into this today. It's unprecedented and I, th I think if the, our elected representatives don't get the picture, just how um, committed we are to, to getting them to change, they'll never get the picture. It's just so many people had a, had a voice in organising today and it was just, like I say, unprecedented and I feel so proud to have been part of it. Thank you all. You've been listening to Earth Matters on the Community Radio Network with Michaela Stubbs. Earth Matters was produced in the studios at 3CR Radio in Fitzroy, Victoria, on the stolen lands of the Kulin Nations, for which sovereignty was never ceded. If you'd like to get in contact, 0394198377, and our email is earthmatters3cr at gmail.com. Earth Matters would like to thank the Community Broadcasting Foundation for their generous financial support and the Community Radio Network for distributing this show around the country. Thanks to all the good folks from Flood the System who share their voices on the show and you can find out more at floodthesystemoz.net or find the links on our Facebook page and you can join the conversation on Twitter with the hashtags connect the dots and flood the system. Today's podcast and others like it can be found at 3cr.org.au backslash earthmatters. That's all for today, but we'll be back again next week with more green news from all around the planet.
tonight. Tell me who's got it.